Good morning. Welcome to the Texas Hill Country Market Update brought to you by the Texas Hill Country Advisors, your local Texas Hill Country source for what's going on in the economy, the stock market, and the world of personal finance. We are your hosts, Andrew Gay and Gilbert Pies, here on a beautiful Friday morning in the Texas Hill Country. How are you doing, Gilbert? Good morning, Andrew. I'm doing great, sir. Thank you. It's a beautiful day. You're right. It is. Nice sun, sunny, and uh, we're ready to go. Uh, let's um, let's get right to it. We had a we had a tumultuous day at the end of the day yesterday in the markets, um, and we had some developments as far as what the Federal Reserve uh, members had to say yesterday about their path for fighting inflation. So let's jump right to it. It's approaching 9:30 a.m. here in beautiful Kerrville, Texas. Securities and investment advisory services offered through Next Financial Group, member FINRA CIPIC, Texas Hill Country Advisors, not an affiliate of Next Financial Group. This material is not intended as an offer or solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security or other financial instrument. Past performance does not guarantee future performance. All the views expressed are those of Andrew Gay, Gilbert Pies, and Texas Hill Country Advisors, and not those of Next Financial Group. The S&P 500 is a market cap-weighted index composed of common stocks, 500 leading companies, and leading industries of the U.S. economy, and the Dow Jones Industrial Average is a price-weighted index of 30 actively traded blue-chip stocks. All right, so this is what we got going on today. The markets closed out down yesterday. All three major indexes closed down, uh, and they were. It was an interesting day in trading, just because they were trying to make a comeback in the middle of the day. They started down initially, but that was uh, not that was that was short lived. At the last hour or so, we kind of flushed out and closed a good bit down yesterday, and most of this was due to some Federal Reserve members speaking about their the path forward for interest rate hikes. And instead of discussing or focusing on when the Fed is going to stop hiking rates, which was the the narrative about it within the last month, at least in January, now it's shifted to where two of them yesterday mentioned that they were in favor of going back and backtracking some to half a percent rate hike, at least at the next meeting. Um, they have been now the Fed has been, if you've been following along with us, the Fed has been doing quarter percent rate hikes or 0.25% rate hikes um, after doing a series of what they call jumbo rate hikes, which was three quarters of a percent or 0.75% towards the end of last year and have kind of backed that off to give the higher interest rates time to bleed into all the little pockets of the economy. But, you know, with the recent jobs or payrolls number that we got in January and the unemployment rate for January actually ticking down, which is like the wrong direction that the Fed wants to see. Now, this 50 basis point rate hike is, is kind of back in back in on the table or back in discussion. So that's really the big story of what's going on today. If we look over at the headlines this morning, the uh, first headline that you see there. Uh, right here. Well, it was. It was a Wall Street Journal article, and just said everything's everything's down off of off of exactly what we're talking about. And as expectations rise for the Fed and their rate hikes, the markets are are coming down. So, and they're down. If you look at the top three, Dow Jones, S P, and Nasdaq up there in the right top right corner, they are down initially this morning. Um, but we've seen some really volatile days. So just because uh, they start off negative doesn't mean they're going to end negative for the day. But last week, we had one of the biggest losing weeks, I think, this year so far, um, you know, because we had a really good January, really good first week of February, but starting to lose steam. 
and we will see if this narrative continues to play out and if the Fed really does go for switching gears. And, and we really don't think, now Gilbert and I were talking about that this morning, we really don't think that that would be a smart idea for them because it would kind of signal possible loss of credibility and maybe even the fact that they don't really know for sure what they need to do to get this under control. And that's just not a good sign across the board. So so I guess the, the question is, uh, at what point, because we got, what, a little over 30 days until our next meeting, and you can see here those two blue bars there is, is this has been ticking down. It started at, the one on the left started a little higher um, just at the beginning of the week and has kind of ticked down there, especially since yesterday when those two Fed members mentioned that they were possibly that they we should be they should be talking about doing a half a point increase. So, at what point do they do they decide that this is this is what they're going to do? I mean, do they reverse course and, and go backwards and do the fifty basis point rate hike because they want to remain data dependent, or um, do they just kind of suck it up and keep the keep the ship ride it in the same direction and do the twenty five basis point rate hike? Good. good. Good uh, analysis there, Andrew. I think here's here's my two cents worth. I, I do think that if the Fed goes back and does 50 basis points instead of 25 basis points, that'd be a huge mistake. Not only would it be, lead to a loss of credibility from the for from the market to the Fed, but it, it would really signal that inflation has not gotten under control, and I, I think it would start a cascade effect of issues that. The Fed really doesn't want to have. So in my personal opinion is if if the Feds don't do 50 basis points in March, then you could expect them to continue to do 25 basis point rate hikes through the summer and heck, maybe even through the fall if if they don't get what they want from the job market um, and, a, and a quicker reduction of inflation because even when you consider CPI, the headline CPI that came out last week at 6.4, that's still uh, three times higher than what they really want it to be, which is 2%. That's their target rate on inflation. And so, you know, the, the Fed is, is struggling mightily right now. And the market has already started to think they were going to pivot and stop raising rates. And when this discussion comes up about Oh no, we're not done raising rates. In fact, we might even increase them, uh, increase interest rates a little more than what we have been doing. That sets the market back on its heels and, and is really, really kind of a shocking scenario for them. One other way I'll, I'll, I'll mention to you that uh, we watch this and not just from the stock market, but look at the 10-year treasury rate. The, the 10-year treasury has staged a dramatic comeback over the past few weeks. It was headed towards three and a half. It was, and you touched um, it. Yeah, it, it was headed towards three and a half, um, and it was on a rocket ship to three pretty quickly. But now it's it's gone back the other direction, and it's headed towards four. Uh, I think it's, what, 380? Mm -hmm. three, yeah. 386. Yeah, 386. Right. It's, it's on a rocket ship back to 4% which is not what, what anybody in the market wanted to see at all, um, not, not in any way, shape, or form. Um, what we're always thinking about here is not just the equity markets, but the bond market too. And that 10-year treasury going back to 4% would not be good for any of us. Um, we really haven't seen any reduction in, in interest rates on the two and the five. 
but the tenure was was doing exactly what we wanted it to do going back to three and a quarter um hit three five hit a brick wall and move back up again and we're having these huge moves in those treasury rates <clears throat> i don't know it's a it's a really really tricky thing and and I think if the market has to go back and reassess their thoughts for interest rates over the spring and summertime, we could be in for uh, a testing of the lows in October, which would not be good. Uh, that, that would just delay our uh, recovery that we expected to have, uh, you know, in the starting in the middle of the year and, and then through the fall and, and winter time of 23. It, I, I don't think it's a reason for anybody to throw in the towel, sell everything and go away. But it just means that that any recovery we thought we were going to have is is a f delayed by a few more months. And so we'll, we'll just have to see. Uh, it's a tricky time in the market. That's for sure. I, oh. I, one thing's for sure. I, don't, I wouldn't want to be the, the Federal Reserve chairman. Right. A lot of pressure. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, we've like we've talked about, we got four months to go before the half of the year is up. The first half of the year is up. And we've said, you know thousand times before on the show that that's kind of what we were thinking is that first half of the year is probably going to be pretty tough um so we still you know it's only february we have a ways to go right um on the economic front it's kind of light on data today the stock market is closed monday um and but the biggie on the economic front is going to be next friday when we get pce personal spending and personal income so that'll add layers to the existing uh, dynamic that's out there for this uh, kind of back and forth data that we're getting as far as the, the what it's telling us. Um, and, and to be fair, we, we wouldn't expect PCE to be all that exciting for the market because of what we saw with CPI uh, last week. That's right. And if we're really going to look at it, let's take a look here. So the expectation is around um, 0.2 month over month or 0.4 and the previous was 0.3. So year over year, we're looking at, you know, um, hopefully under 5%. So we will see if that holds in line. It would be wonderful to continue to see that drop down. Um, now, this is because if you remember the number from Tuesday, the CPI, one of the big contributing factors there was energy prices. And this right here excludes um, energy prices. Well, it doesn't exclude. It uses substitutes. And then and then the core piece of this is really what the Fed watches. And that excludes um, food and energy, which are more volatile and tied to commodities. So this this metric that comes out, it might be a little more favorable, uh, but you know, it, it's still if it's elevated the way CPI was, still worrisome for the Fed. What were you going to say? I, I was going to say um, uh, core PCE is the one that hasn't been responding all that dramatically, like uh, headline CPI and, and headline right. PCE. Uh, that's the one that. You know, is is yes going in the right direction, but hasn't really done a whole lot for anybody over the past several months, and so it's a it's a really really tricky time. I think uh, the the market and the Fed are going to do a lot of um, what is it gnashing of teeth and wringing of hands. I think that's the phrase uh, because it's a it's a toss up right now with what's going to happen with interest rates. I will say this, though, there's a lot of time and a lot of data that's going to come out between now and the next four months, you know, in the in the summertime. Um, so, you know, things can take a dramatic turn pretty quickly. Um, but until that job market starts to cooperate, we're, we're kind of in the pattern of we'll just wait and see um, every two weeks yeah. until we get data out to 
verify what what's going on in the economy and shift around they sure will so that's that's one mm -hmm. thing for sure um and last to conclude us here there is a fed member that is speaking right now we will see after maybe after the show time to see if you know what they say if they're they're in the same camp of of possibly putting the 50 basis point rate back hike back on the table so uh, that will do it for us today. I hope you guys have a wonderful and safe weekend. Don't forget, interact with us, share our content, allows other people to find the show. We're on Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube. Most weekdays, the stock market is open. We will not be here Monday, but we will be back uh, Tuesday. And also all places where you can find podcasts, including Spotify. Thank you guys so much. Have a wonderful weekend.